It's the Bradfield Weather Podcast, underwritten by Action Carpet and Floor Covering of Simsbury, a full-service, family-run flooring company. I'm Dan Lavallo. He is meteorologist Brad Field. We are putting this podcast together on Thursday, April the 15th. And Brad, here we are talking about snow in the forecast. What is going on? Well, Dan, it's been a uh, warm and uh, dry start to the month of April, but we do have some major changes that are starting to take place. We are looking at a uh, late, very late season nor'easter. And that uh, storm is developing off the Delaware coast, and it'll start moving to the north and northeast. And, um, you know, it'll be up near the Cape Cod Canal on on Friday. And what we're looking at is uh, rain changing over to snow overnight tonight and uh, mixed precipitation during the day tomorrow as the storm stalls out over Cape Cod. Now, if we can, can you take us hour by hour through this storm? Yeah, um, what we're looking at, Dan, is that storm off Delaware moving to the north-northeast and intensifying. By about 8 o'clock this evening, I expect the storm system to be off the New Jersey coast and south of the eastern tip of Long Island. Now, by tomorrow morning at about 8 a.m., the storm should be in the Cape Cod Canal, believe it or not. And I think it's going to stall over Cape Cod so that by 8 p.m. on Friday, the storm still should be over Cape Cod. Now, on Saturday, the storm should get a bump to the east and be off the New Hampshire coast, moving eastward. And then by Saturday evening, it looks like the storm will be out past Nova Scotia. With the storm taking this path, Dan, and colder air working in and working down from the upper levels of the atmosphere, we have some watches and warnings and advisories in effect. Uh, We have a winter storm watch for the Worcester Hills, uh, expecting three to six inches of snow in the Worcester Hills up toward the New Hampshire border from this uh, particular system. We have a winter weather advisory for the southern berkshires and that comes down and abuts uh, northern litchfield county and also uh, the northwest hills of hartford county but the winter weather advisory is just to our north through the southern berkshires uh, in the connecticut river valley north of the city of springfield massachusetts the winter weather advisory is for up to four inches of snow in the hills those uh, berkshire hills and around four inches of snow up near the vermont border now we have a winter storm warning in effect for the northern berkshires uh you get up toward pittsfield for example dalton and some of those towns in uh extreme northwest massachusetts we're looking for six to nine inches of heavy wet snow So this is uh, certainly something to be reckoned with. The out-of-season nor'easter here in Connecticut, Dan, I'm going for nothing and uh, just some isolated coatings perhaps uh, at the Connecticut shoreline and the southern half of Connecticut. If if you live along Route I-84 and uh, especially in the hilly terrain along I-84, we're looking for a coating to maybe up to two inches of accumulation. Northwest hills of Connecticut, uh, primarily north of you, Dan, 
uh, up more toward the Massachusetts border. So we're talking um, Norfolk, uh, Colebrook, for example, uh, into the highest hills of Northwest Hartford County, uh, Heartland, for example. We're looking for two to five inches of snow. Uh, that will be centered on Friday morning and the Friday morning commute. And in the Northeast Hills, the highest Northeast Hills of Connecticut, uh, we're talking places like Willington, for example, up toward Union uh, as you're heading to uh, Sturbridge and uh, Massachusetts. The highest Northeast Hills could get two to four inches of snow accumulation. So, Dan, that's what we're looking for in terms of snow. Uh, it has been a very dry April thus far. The first half of April, less than a tenth of an inch of rainfall. So uh, this is a beneficial rain coming in. Uh, I'm looking for anywhere from one to three inches of rain statewide. So a beneficial soaking could be problems with the Friday morning commute with the snow in the hills of Northwest and Northeast Connecticut. But when you get past the fact that it's going to uh, snow a little bit, this is a very beneficial storm for the state of Connecticut. Brad, it's not unusual in April to have what we had, for example, on April 14th with temperatures close to or a bit over 70 degrees and then getting a cold rain and snow on April 15th and 16th. That's not unusual, is it? No, not unusual at all, Dan. And, uh, you know, you, you hearken back to uh, April of 1982. Uh, we had a very major snowstorm. Now, uh, one big factor is if it occurs at night or during the day, because this time of year, once you get deep into April, as we are now, a lot of solar radiation comes through the cloud cover even. So even when it's a, a very overcast day, it's, it's tough to accumulate snow during the daytime. Um, you had asked me for an hour-by-hour hour breakdown, and you're going to see here as we do the hour-by-hour hour, that indeed the snow is coming in at night. Uh, that breakdown I have uh, for you, Dan, is midday today, Thursday, April 15th. I think uh, noonish, we've got statewide rain going on. Five o'clock, uh, you know, heading toward dinner time, statewide rain going on. Even early this evening, eight o'clock, so just after sunset, statewide rain going on. But then when you get toward 11 o'clock, I think the highest hills of northern Litchfield County. Uh, you know, I, I I mentioned it before, Goshen, Colebrook, Norfolk, Canaan, starting to get a wintry mix. Uh, the hills of Hartford County, your Barcamsteads, your uh, Heartlands, for example, start to get a wintry mix. Rain elsewhere at 11 p.m. 2 a.m., now, Dan, I know you're going to be up at 2 a.m. to check me out on this, <laughs> but there will be snow in the hills, northern Litchfield County, northwest Hartford County. It's going to be snowing, a mix down into the hills of southern Litchfield County. So we're talking places along I-84 and points north. Uh, we're talking about the, the hilly terrain north and west of Waterbury. We'll start seeing um, snow mixing in around two in the morning. So the onset time of the wintry precipitation appears to be 11 p.m. Thursday to 2 a.m. Friday morning in the Northwest Hills. Now you live more down toward the valley, 
uh, places like Windsor Locks, south along I-91 to Hartford. I think the onset of the wintry precipitation is around 7 a.m. tomorrow morning. So when you're off to work or school, or school. I know a lot of schools are on break this week, uh, but uh, in the schools that are in session, uh, there will be snow flying if you live north and especially northwest of Hartford and if you live in the hills. Now, by 8 a.m. to 11 a.m., the, uh, the snow starts mixing in from Worcester south to the northeast hills of Connecticut, uh, Willington, Union, uh, for example. Um, and then the wintry precipitation ending time appears to me to be about lunchtime tomorrow. The precipitation will lighten up at that time, and then we will see just sort of a light rain uh, the rest of the day. So the highest odds of getting snow, Dan, from this particular storm, the storm is underway now as we start to uh, brought, you know, we start to uh do this podcast uh, early on Thursday morning. So the storm is underway now. It should go all day today, all night tonight, and all day on Friday. But the best chance of getting snow is from about midnight tonight. So this would be midnight on Friday, technically, uh, Thursday night going into Friday, to about noon on Friday. That's the best time for getting snow. And the snow would be centered on the Friday morning commute. I want to talk a bit about Action Carpet and Floor Covering, one of our underwriters for the Bradfield Weather Podcast. It's that time of year when perhaps you're looking at remodeling your home and you want new floors or maybe new tile in the bathroom. The place to go is Action Carpet and Floor Covering in Simsbury, founded in 1993 by Kevin Blake, Action Carpet and Floor Covering serves both residential and commercial customers. They offer brand name floor covering products in vinyl, laminate, hardwood, carpet, area rugs and tile, plus backsplash. Yes, it is time to think about remodeling the home for spring. And that's where Action Carpet and Floor Covering comes in. By the way, free estimates on all installations from Action Carpet and Floor Covering. Free quotes are offered for insurance estimates high-pressure or hot water extraction, stripping and waxing of floors, upholstery cleaning, restoration, area rug cleaning, and much, much more. Action Carpet and Floor Covering wants their customers to be beyond satisfied. They want to be considered their customers' one and only floor covering company. Call Action Carpet and Floor Covering of Simsbury today at 860-651-8406. 860-651-8406 or go online at action-carpet.com action-carpet.com Action Carpet and Floor Covering a full service flooring company. Brad, uh, I got a question the other day and it's somewhat related to what we're experiencing uh, over the next 48 hours but uh, in general uh, I got a question from someone who wants to know how is a low pressure system formed? Well, it's uh, okay. That's a that's a very good question. What what you need to get Dan in the atmosphere to get a storm system and precipitation is lift. Uh, you need lift in the atmosphere, and there's various ways that you can develop lift in the atmosphere. 
but the 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 primary way and how most storms form is converging winds. So say you have um, a northerly flow of wind uh, butting up against a southerly flow of wind. So this uh, the, these particular winds both have properties. They have uh, they have. Uh, Temperature. Just picture a shoebox of air coming down on a northerly wind, and a shoebox of air moving uh, from south to north on a southerly wind. And where those shoeboxes of air come together, they have within that shoebox. There's properties. There's the the density, molecular density. There's the temperature. There's the dew point of that particular box of air or whatever. As they converge together. They cannot move down because the ground is there, so they move up into the atmosphere. And as you move up through the atmosphere, you start losing temperature with height. So as you lose temperature with height, the properties of that shoebox of air uh, change. And you you find that uh, air that once could hold a certain amount of water vapor, as that air cools, it can no longer hold that amount of water vapor. So you start to get the whole condensation process. You start to get the formation of cloud cover. And ultimately, as this process continues, you'll ultimately get rain to form or snow to form. Uh, you've got the you've got the different uh, jet stream configurations around the globe that we talk about the uh, ridges and troughs, for example, and uh, you, you've got the, the spin in the atmosphere, the, 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 uh, the clockwise spin is high pressure and descending air, so the air is compressing as it moves down. Uh, you've got rising air within the low pressure. You've got the counterclockwise spin and upward motion through the atmosphere. Dan, there's one one thing I want to point out that uh, each, each and every homeowner knows or should know is that um, when you want to vacate the air, you want the, the air to rise within your home, you will have a, a, a clockwise flow of your uh, ceiling fans. And, and uh, excuse me, a counterclockwise uh, circulation of your ceiling fans. That way you will get an a upward moving of air. So uh, if it's a hot summer day and you want to, um, you want to get the, the, the hot air out of your uh, first floor, you would have the, the fans moving in a counterclockwise fashion. But contrast that to the wintertime when the warm air rises to the ceiling of your room. You want to push that warm air down into the house, down into the, your living space. You would have a uh, clockwise flow, which is descending air, and it pushes it down. So it, it's those patterns that we have around the globe that are responsible for the formation of high pressure and descending air or low pressure and rising columns of air. And, and that happens all around the globe. Okay. Well, and speaking of all around the globe, we are going to have temperatures that are, uh, that are below normal in our region over the next few days. And yet out in Anchorage, Alaska, I'm seeing it actually could be a bit warmer than it is in Hartford, Connecticut, with temperatures near 50 degrees. How does that happen? 
Oh, for sure, Dan. I mean, uh, we're looking at the the normals for us for April 15th. Uh, normal high is 60 and a normal low is 38. But as you pointed out, we've been uh, mild and dry uh, yesterday up near 70, for example. But this nor'easter is going to bring in quite a bit of change. Uh, I really didn't do a heck of a lot today on the crystal ball segment. More uh, focusing on, on this uh, storm specifically. But as I did look uh, briefly out into the next couple of weeks, Dan, which would essentially take us through April, it does look cool and damp overall over the next few weeks. And as I said, that's not necessarily a bad thing because thus far in, in April, it's been bone dry around here. And, uh, you know, as a homeowner, myself and, and uh, you yourself, Dan, we certainly don't want to go through another summer like last summer where we have drought and the lawns burning up and the gardens, you know, having it really tough because of the lack of rainfall. So uh, I am seeing a wetter pattern coming in over the next few weeks. And, and that's a good thing. And we always talk about the rubber band theory. You pull the band back a little bit and the, the, uh, the band will shoot the opposite direction a little bit, but you pull the rubber band back a lot, one direction and let it go. It will shoot far out in the other direction. So what we're looking at here is, is essentially the balance, the earth's thermal balance. So we're looking at, it's been mild and dry for the first half of April. The second half of April uh, just, just happens to be that it's going to offset that first half of April and it's going to be uh, cool and damp over the next several months. Now, the specific question you asked, Dan, about um, Anchorage, Alaska uh, versus Hartford, Connecticut, we've, we're going to see and are seeing a deep trough in the east in association with the nor'easter that we're getting so we will see the configuration of a deep trough forming in the east. Uh, it looks to be centered out toward the Great Lakes. but So that's where the cold air will reside over the next couple of weeks. But we are seeing downstream from that a big ridge that extends up into Alaska and encompasses the west coast of the United States. So out in that area for the next couple of weeks, if I were a meteorologist there, I would say it's going to be very mild and very dry. Whereas in the trough in the east, I'd say it's going to end up ultimately being cool and quite damp. Well, uh, we're not going to look way out, as you said, uh, into what it's going to be like for the rest of the month. But we are going to focus on the weather map post-storm. So what does that look like? Well, by Saturday, it looks like the uh, nor'easter will finally be departing the east coast of New England, and we'll have weak high pressure advancing from West Virginia. So I think on Saturday, we will see clearing sky. Uh, then on Sunday, high pressure will reside over the St. Lawrence River Valley of Canada, and that should give us uh, some, some uh, decent weather. So for both Saturday and Sunday, Saturday, we're seeing improvement as the nor'easter moves off. And then Sunday, we're seeing a, a pretty nice day. Now, in terms of the temperatures with regard to the normal, again, April 15th, normal high 60, normal low 38. Uh, today, the European computer model 
Thursday, April 15th, only projecting a high of 48. And Friday, tomorrow, the European model only predicting a high of 40. So that is a full 20 degrees colder than what's average. Uh, on Saturday, a high of 50. On Sunday, a high of 53. On Monday, a high of 61. On Tuesday, a high of 64. Wednesday, 59. Thursday, 54. Friday, 60. So you can see next week looks uh, normal or slightly cooler than normal after a very cold uh Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Next week, normal to slightly below normal. Now, by Monday on the weather map, we have low pressure in the Great Lakes, but we've got a high that uh, ridges from Texas into southern New England. So Monday still looks pretty good. By Tuesday, we will have a cold front uh, centered around Buffalo by daybreak and arcing down to the south. High pressure in the mountains of uh, western North Carolina. So it looks like Tuesday will be a decent day too. But that cold front uh, near Buffalo daybreak Tuesday will be off the New England coast by daybreak Wednesday. So I think Tuesday night we will be revisited by showers around here. Uh, the cold front bias on Wednesday high pressure centered over Kentucky, and then by Thursday, sprawling high pressure uh, located uh, probably right around the southern tip of Illinois. So uh, it appears that uh, once that cold front goes by on Wednesday, it does turn cooler. Tuesday is the warmest day next week, 64. Wednesday, it's in the upper 50s. Thursday, it's in the mid 50s. So it definitely turns cooler once that front goes by. But some nice weather uh, in the Wednesday and Thursday time frame of next week. Brad, what determines a normal temperature? For example, when you say normal high is 60 degrees, is it the average over temperatures for that particular date over a period of years? Yes. And, and uh, in the Hartford area, Dan, our weather records go back to 1905. So now it's 2021. That's a period of 116 years. So what we observe is uh, what was the high temperature on April 15th, 1905? What was the high temperature on April 15th, 1906, 1907? We, we keep, we add all of the high temperatures up for 116 years worth of April 15th. And divide that sum by 116, and you get the normal high temperature for the date. Uh, we talk about that in terms of a, a, a student in high school. You're a B student. Uh, it does not mean that every exam you take, you get an 85. Uh, you study hard and you get a 95 one day. You maybe not study quite as hard and get a 75 one day. Uh, then you get an 85, and you, you add it all up, you be you're a B student. So uh, that's kind of how, the same idea when we're trying to figure out what the normal high temperature is on any given day. Okay. Well, before we put a wrap on things, uh, and again, we're putting this podcast together on Thursday, April the 15th, what does our forecast look like? Well, it looks like a rainy afternoon, Dan, and a cool afternoon, temperature between uh, 46 and 52 degrees. Uh, it's a good day for uh, us semi-retired types uh, to maybe sit in front of the TV and watch the Red Sox 
hopefully win game number 10 today, Dan, out out in Minnesota, so they're not going to have to worry about the rainstorm here, although they played in snow the other day, I saw. But uh, anyway, Dan, uh, overnight tonight, rain will change to mixed precipitation or snow. Temperatures overnight tonight, 32 to 37. And again, uh, to highlight what I'm thinking in terms of snowfall, isolated coatings in southern Connecticut, the four southern counties, uh, we're talking Fairfield and uh, and uh, New Haven, uh, Middlesex and New London counties. But you get up to the northern parts of those counties up toward the I-84 corridor, you get into some hilly terrain, there could be a coating to two inches sort of right along I-84. But uh, expect the coatings if you live at uh, lower altitude and the two inches if you live at higher elevations. Uh, I'm looking for two to four inches of snow in the highest northeast hills. So you get up toward Willington and Union. We talked about that moving up into Sturbridge, Massachusetts. And then you head up toward Worcester and the Worcester Hills, three to six inches of accumulation. Dan, I think in the northwest hills, two to five inches of accumulation. Uh, I would predict an inch or two for the city of Torrington, but it's going to be close uh, just to the north of Torrington uh, up toward Goshen. And then you get up into uh, Colebrook and Norfolk, you could have two to five inches of snow from this thing. Uh, the plows may actually have to come out in parts of northwestern uh, Connecticut. And we're also talking northwest Hartford County too, um, West Granby, North Granby, uh Barkhamstead, Heartland, East Heartland might need the plows uh, Friday morning in these locations as well. For Friday, snow or a rain-snow mix or rain, depending on your exact elevation and your exact location. Uh, temperature 38 to 44, but with the powerful April solar radiation coming through, I do not expect accumulation on roadways during the day tomorrow. Friday night, rain or mixed precipitation ending, I think quite early, temperatures in the 30s. For Saturday, it looks partly sunny, 48 to 54. Sunday, partly sunny, maybe a scattered April shower or two, temperature in the 50s, so still cool. Monday looks more seasonable, partly sunny, 56 to 62. Tuesday, the nicest day of the week, I think, next week, mostly sunny, temperature in the 60s. I do expect showers to come through Tuesday night with the cold front. And then on uh, Wednesday, partly sunny, 56 to 62. And a week hence, uh, next Thursday, I expect sunny conditions. Uh, temperatures chilly, though, only in the 50s. All right. Well, typical April weather is what it comes down to, right? Correct, Dan. Uh, you know we've been uh, we've been spoiled the last uh, few days of March and uh, early April. We've had uh, a lot of mild days. You know, you you typically have some in late March and early April, but we've had a lot of them uh, uh, through April fifteenth. The uh, daily uh, temperature is averaging four degrees above normal. So to offset that, to have us be uh, have a normal month of April, we're going to have to have some cool weather toward the end of the month, and it just so happens that it's setting up like that. So it's 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 really interesting to me how these things 
tend to average out. Uh, and, and it may not be in an, in an exact calendar month, but my point is, uh, you know, you get three or four warm weeks in a row. You may string together three or four cool weeks in a row and then three or four warm weeks in a row, something like that. But I do see as we move through the second half of April, definitely a, a cooling with what's respect to uh, average. Okay. Well, on that note, Brad, before we wrap up the podcast, as always, we thank our first responders. They are on the line every day during our difficult time. So a big thank you to our first responders and to you and Sandy and our podcast audience. Have a great weekend. Thank you, Dan. To you and Susan and to our audience, I hope everyone has a great weekend and uh, enjoy the snow if you happen to see it. There you go. The Bradfield Weather Podcast has been underwritten by Action Carpet and Floor Covering of Simsbury, a full-service, family-run flooring company.